You know how fast you were going? What? How fast you were going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome. Uh, Louisiana crime number three. Decided to jump on here uh, and do this. We're still going to do our normal thing tomorrow night. I just had some extra time, so I figured I'd jump on and do Louisiana crime. As always, uh, follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Rumble, Truth <laughs> platform, uh, all that, all that stuff. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, if you're on Apple, go hit the five stars, write us a review. I appreciate it. Uh, always helps with the algorithm before we get into the the crime part of it uh i don't know if you're on the facebook page you see the uh, post i made about uh nick Tugay. this is pictures of him. this is how i remember nick he's a he was a motor cop in uh east baton rouge parish he was a uh, real big into uh with our motor competition stuff uh with dream day and all the little kids with cancer and stuff. I mean, he, he used to put in a a lot, a lot of work. He used to raise a lot of money. He used to get a lot of stuff for door prizes and stuff. It really hadn't been the same since uh, that tragedy uh, struck. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. He he was uh, shot in that incident in Baton Rouge where we had several uh, officers and stuff killed. This is Nick to now. He's, uh, he was uh, shot in the head and stuff. Uh Unfortunately, I remember Nick like this. Uh, I prefer not to remember him like this. Uh, unfortunately, Nick, Nick's been, uh, like I said, he's not himself anymore. Uh, it's been 2,100 and something days. I'm not sure the exact date, but it's been over 2,000 days. He was shot during an ambush uh, that targeted law enforcement uh, six, almost near six years ago. And uh, he's fighting for his life in the hospital again. I believe he has a staph infection. Uh, they said uh, he is in critical condition uh, due to a worsening in- infection. And uh, his uh, parents and, uh, you know, everybody's uh, asking for his prayers. They got a thing called uh, Nick T.A. Strong. Uh, he was among several officers that were shot. Uh, it was July 17, 2016. But he was uh, shot in the head in an uh, abdomen area and stuff like that with a high-powered rifle. He did survive, uh, but he's uh, not doing good in the hospital right now. And uh, So just pray for him. Uh, they said they don't know if he's going to make it through this or not. So wasn't trying to get off sad or nothing on y'all, but like I said, that this is the guy that, that I remember right here. Uh, so y'all just, if, if, you, if you're praying people, just pray for him. If not, just send some good thoughts his way towards uh, for his parents and stuff like that. So, let's uh, start with all the insanity. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm always um, in California, state of Washington, Illinois, all that everything. You know, I always say how they how much of their shithole and everything else. Well. I don't do it just for everybody else. Some parts of Louisiana is turning pretty much a shithole, too. Uh, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, uh, Shreveport, some of these bigger cities. I mean, it's they're just it's just as bad as them other big cities. It's like, I mean, the murder rate in Baton Rouge and stuff is ridiculous. We're going to talk about some of it. You know, of course, like I said, a lot of it is, uh, I got some stuff from all around the state. Uh, all around the state and everything, but uh, most of it's from you know Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Eric. That's the area. 
that I'm from. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get started in it. Uh, Bam sent me something, so I'm cutting out some. Don't know why. Uh, I think my feed says it's uh, excellent, so I don't know. Uh, Ain't nothing I can do about it. Just going to keep going, do the best I can. Start off with the stories. I think I wrote down 14 of them. So, probably run through some pretty quick. I won't keep y'all here all night if you're listening. I don't have a lot of people in here right now. It's like I said, it's really an off night. So, uh, wasn't expecting a crap ton of people in here anyway. Get to the story. This first story actually happened, uh, it came out today. It's uh, two little pictures up right here. All of that is bricks of cocaine. Uh, it's happening around in Covington. Uh, State police, that that's uh, in between. Uh, it's closer to New Orleans, but not quite. It's kind of a suburb. State police stopped an 18-wheeler uh, for a routine traffic stop on I-12 Monday morning, but ended up seizing over 120 pounds of cocaine. Troopers became suspicious of criminal activity during the traffic stop and requested permission to search the vehicle. I'm assuming that these guys gave them permission or they got a warrant or something. According uh, according to state police, during the search, officers found an amount of cocaine estimated to be worth $5.5 million. I guess that's $5.5 million worth of cocaine right there. The two men from New York's New York, thirty-two-year-old uh, Melvin Contras and forty-year-old Pedro Sartina, or something like that, they were booked into the St. Tammany Parish Jail on drug-related charges for possession of illegal narcotics. According to state police, this case had been referred to federal authorities. I can tell you what these um, two guys that were transporting this drug. Uh, they're probably safer in jail right now because I'm sure whoever owned these drugs or whoever was supposed to receive these drugs if they had already paid for them are going to be very, very mad. I'm sure they got some cartel people that are not happy. I mean, they know they, you know, they probably lose so much of it, but $5.5 million, I don't know. To me, that would be, that's a lot. So, I would, uh, I'd be... Very, very upset that if I had uh, $5.5 million in drugs just missing. But if you ever want to know what $5.5 million worth of cocaine look like, that's what it is. I would think it would be a whole lot more also, but I guess cocaine's still really expensive. Next up, we're going to travel on down to New Orleans. Talk about this young fella right here. Up there. Not somebody you can one as your next door neighbor, also. This uh, the, was off of Channel 8 out of New Orleans. Uh, it says Balcony Bar shooting appears to have been targeted, reputed gang member source. It been, he was targeted. The gunfire, the, the gunfire that wounded six people at Magazine Street's Balcony Bar late Friday appear to have targeted a reputed New Orleans gang member who recently was released after a murder case against him fell apart. Law enforcement sources told Fox 8. Authorities speaking on condition of of anonymity confirmed that 23-year-old Nairobi Davis was uh, one of two men wounded when gunmen pulled up, opened fire after they spotted him leaving the uptown New Orleans bar. Four women also struck in their legs and lower bodies in the in the hail of the estimated 50 bullets appear to have been collateral damage for the gunmen who fled the scene. The women who were uh, their ages ranged ranged from 23 to 35 years old. Each arrived at, for, at the hospital for treatment in stable condition. The 27-year-old man accompanied Davis is believed to have returned fire, leading the NOPD to describe. Uh, the 10, 10, 17 p.m. incident as a shootout. 
Uh, no arrests have been made, and police have not identified the gunman who initiated the exchange. Neither Mayor Latoya Cantrell, which is just a piece of work all in by herself. Uh, I blame her for a lot of this shit that's going on down there. Nor the police superintendent, Sean Ferguson, has co- commented on the mass shooting in the Garden District, occurring on the first weekend that thousands of tourists have arrived for the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Uh, personally, I wouldn't go to New Orleans for New Jazz and Heritage Festival. They, I mean, like I said, didn't, <laughs> just, they just had another shooting down there recently. I think, I, think, I think 12 people were hit or something like that. It's just completely insane. Uh and they were going after this guy because he obviously must he, he must have allegedly uh our favorite word killed somebody and uh did they didn't have enough evidence or they intimidated some witnesses or something like that and so they dropped the case against him and he got out now they're coming back for revenge so that's all this is. And then they'll probably end up killing him. And then his people will go kill somebody else. They all know who did this shit. He knows who shot at him and stuff like that, but they'll never say. So all we can hope for is that two innocent bystanders don't get hit. These people need to go to somewheres and learn how to fucking shoot because they're always hitting everybody and killing people that they're not even aiming at. They just go out there and just spray bullets everywhere. It's, you know, and they got nerve. Well, that's what I think right there. They got real nerve to call themselves gangsters real, or, you know, real gangsters and mobsters. They only killed the person that they were after. They didn't just mow down everybody. So find a new nickname for yourself. But that, that, that guy up there, he'll, he'll probably, you know, he's going to probably be in a coffin before the year's out. I, I would not doubt it at all. Cause, I mean, you live that life, that's where he uh, is going to end up going. Uh, this next story is uh, out of Iberia, I believe. New Iberia Parish or something. Uh, it's a New Iberia suspect is in critical condition after police return, returned fire in a downtown Lafayette shooting spree. Okay, down Lafayette. Uh, a New Iberia man faces 11 counts of attempted first-degree murder after Lafayette police say he opened fire in downtown Lafayette Sunday morning, which is a, a pretty bustling area. Carl DeMarc Thompson, 40, of New Iberia, faces 11 counts of attempted first-degree murder and one count of illegal use of weapons. He is in critical condition after police responded to the scene, returned fire, and struck him. Uh, let's hope he uh, just expires so he saves the taxpayers some money according to the lafayette parish sheriff's office which is investigating the matter due to the police being involved three officers discharged their weapons all three have been placed on administrative leave with pay while investigation is underway which is standard procedure lafayette police department wants the community to know that this was not a mass shooting we have no evidence to indicate this and this and that this was a pre-planned event, said Lafayette Police Sergeant Robin Green. Uh, Green said the shooting occurred in the 500 block of Jefferson Street just before 2 a.m. Sunday, 11 people were injured in the shooting spree, though none sustained life-threatening injuries except for Thompson. Green said it remains unclear if any of the victims know the gunman or he was just shooting at random people. Well, I don't know. I guess I will have to go. What's up, Melissa? I guess I would have to go look up the definition of mass shooting uh, because to me, when you have what, how many people they say? What, 12 people uh, shot or something like that? They got nobody died, but that sounds like a mass shooting to me. I mean, that, that that's a lot of people. But they don't want to see what it is. These places don't want to classify this shit as mass shooting because it's not real good for tourists and stuff like that. That I mean, people just don't want to go take a chance, you know. Because uh, they say if anybody has any information, call Lafayette Crime Stoppers at 337-232-TIPS. Uh, that's it for right now. We'll see if the, I don't have a picture of them, but we'll see if the dirt bag survives or makes it because uh, he allegedly did it even though, you know, <laughs> Saw him doing it. But we got to use our favorite word. 
Let the dude make a shirt up that says allegedly on it. Oh, this is one of the our old podcast shirt. We might bring back. We'll see. We've been asked. We've we, we've had requests to uh, bring it back. Start doing it again. It's just finding the time. Oh, there won't be no hot hot nuts either because uh, all of these damn near all these stories are hot nuts. <laughs> they could they could all be hot nut story. Also, over the weekend, I'm not going to do the whole story in that in full view. Uh, I don't know if y'all know how uh, some of these big cities and stuff, they these people come out and they block the road and they do like these burnout shit and circles and just, you know, I don't know what the cool thing is about it, but they do it. Well, that recently happened here this weekend in Baton Rouge. And uh, from there was a couple places that it happened. And uh, then I think this story we're going to talk about uh, is related to that. Uh, this man right here. Let's see. Three. Him. And this lady right here. Unfortunately. This young lady right here. This woman was killed Saturday night after an erratic driver allegedly, allegedly, ran a red light and crashed into her vehicle while fleeing from police. The Baton Rouge Police Department said Darren Rogers, 22, was arrested after running a red light at the intersection of Scenic Highway and Fuca Street, crashing into another vehicle. Cheryl Weston, 49, was killed in a crash. This lady right here minding her own business, and now she's no longer with us. Uh, well, he didn't need to be doing that, Melissa. <laughs> Told me he didn't need them racing tires either. <clears throat> Police said they attempted to stop Rogers when they noticed his vehicle speeding and driving the wrong way on Choctaw Drive near North Acadian Thruway, uh, nearly striking several other vehicles. Rogers repeatedly fled as police turned on their lights and sirens for a traffic stop. He drove into oncoming traffic, ran multiple red lights, and traveled speeds estimated in excess of 100 miles an hour while he was trying to get away. When Rogers tried to speed through a red light at Scenic Highway, uh, he crashed into the driver's side of Miss Weston's car as she was driving through the intersection. Uh, Miss Weston sustained fatal injuries and died at the scene, police said. Rogers sustained, of course, Minor injuries, which is just bullshit. This lady died minding her own business, not doing nothing. This dude's breaking the law, running from cops and everything, and, and what, scratches his pinky or something? It's ridiculous. He was booked into the East Baton Rouge Parish Prison on charge of manslaughter, aggravated flight from an officer, red light violation, driving on the wrong side of the highway. See, I... I because of what he was doing when he crashed and this young lady got this lady got killed, I, I, I think they should change some kind of law and make because he was trying to escape, breaking all kind of laws and fleeing that he, that should be a murder charge. He should get a lot more time because this lady here probably had kids. She has a family. She could have a husband. I mean, you don't know, but uh, now the, her family is you know devastated. And this guy actually has already bonded out of jail. I, I got. I don't know, but he's bonded out. He's out. She's dead. Out on bond free. In a funeral home. How is uh that right? How's that right? Because he's stupid. It's not this dude here, and he. I'm telling you, and he'll probably. Uh, He'll probably end up with some kind of probation or something. I'm, I'm willing to bet. These, these, these judges will slap him on the hands, depending on what kind of criminal history he has. And he'll still be free, or he'll still be alive. And this lady will be dead still. Where's the justice for her? So, let's move on from this. Stuff like this just pisses me off that this this, this woman lost her life. Because this idiot over here uh, just didn't want to get a ticket or 
go to jail. He probably would, he wouldn't have went to jail. He'd have got he'd probably got a whole bunch of tickets. But now this lady's dead. He still got out of jail. So so you tell me where, where's where's the justice in that? So the next one's pretty interesting. This this man right here. This guy right here. Right there. That guy. With that, that look on his face. I don't know why he looks like that. Uh, it's out of Napoleonville. Uh, a former political candidate was arrested Friday after allegedly filming unknown minors and adults in public restrooms. He's a pervert. This man right here is a pervert. He's filming women in bathroom. You're a sick pervert. An Assumption Parish Sheriff's Office said 28-year-old Seth Glenn Bro, Jim right there, Mr. Pervert, is the a former Chamber of Commerce, uh, former chairman of the Assumption Parish Chamber of Commerce, was taken into custody on felony sex crime charges Friday after allegedly videoing allegedly videoing minors as they used the restroom at a local business in Napoleonville. When authorities responded to the business on Tuesday, Bro had already left the scene. Though investigate, investigation through investigation, detectives were able to identify Bro as a suspect, and they collected evidence that he was in the bathroom at the same time a male juvenile was in the neighboring stall. So now he's he's doing like, yeah, I ain't got to say it. In the search of uh, Mr. Perverted Pedophile's home, detectives discovered electronic evidence leaking, link, leaking, linking him to the crime, as well as similar recordings of another male juvenile and two adult males from Tuesday. Bro turned himself into the Assumption Parish Detention Center on Friday afternoon. He was booked on charges of video voyeurism and indecent behavior with juveniles, deputies said. Bro was previously arrested uh, in 2020 for allegedly filming a man in the public restroom of Fred's Highway 30 truck stop in St. Gabriel. Uh, the advocate reported in 2020 that he was arrested for additional unrelated video voyeur warriorism charges relating to incidents at the Tanger Outlet Mall in Gonzales also. So this dude uh, he likes to look at little boys' pee-pees and he uh, and grown men's also. He He's just, he likes he likes the penis. And uh, he's just a, a sick sick penis person. He is uh he is just uh th this dude that's why he's got that look on his face. He's just a uh, yeah. He needs to hopefully he he'll get what he'll meet some he maybe he'll drop the soap because I I think he's like that. But uh he's a sick bastard. Uh, I don't get understand people that that get turned on or get any pleasure from. Little children, especially, you know. But obviously, he he just it don't matter if it's children or grown men. He just likes to look at the penis. So let's let's get the penis pumper puffer or whatever he wants to be off the screen. You just off the, punch him in the face. He's a piece of crap. All right, this next one. Let's see number six. Right there. This 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 fella right here. Moving right along. Uh an erratic driver was arrested after a traffic stop turned into a high speed chase. Drugs and gun were found in the vehicle. I believe he got that next break neck breaks after because of I think it crashed. Uh a Baton Rouge a man was arrested on a, a Madrid of charges Friday after driving erratically and leading a high-speed chase with drugs and a gun inside of the vehicle. East Baton Rouge Parish Sheriff's Office said they tried to initiate a traffic stop Friday after they noticed 
uh, Mr. Marquise Thomas, 19, wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and he wasn't using his blinker. He should have went back and listened to my blinker fluid episode. It, it explains to you how to change your blinker fluid and keep your blinker fluid uh, topped off at all times so your blinker will always work. you got to check your blinker fluid uh, levels at all times. Because if it runs low on blinker fluid, it may not blink. Uh he was on Lobdale Boulevard uh, from Choctaw Drive. Deputy said when they turned on their lights and siren, Thomas sped away, driving recklessly through an apartment complex with no due regard to anyone else's safety inside. Thomas drove through the complex to Lobwood Drive, speeding and turning onto Wooddale Boulevard and Tom Drive. Upon reaching the end of Tom Drive, Thomas lost control of his vehicle and almost hit another car that had to swerve out of the way, according to the sheriff's office. Deputy said Thomas proceeded to strike a DOTD traffic control sign box and crash into a light pole. Thomas then exited the crash vehicle, and the chase continued on foot. But now he has the next break on. He was able to get out that car and take off running after the crash, but now he's got neck injury. What's he going to do? Sue himself? Thomas was eventually apprehended uh, when he fell down in the middle of Lobdale Boulevard. Authorities found fentanyl powder, crushed fentanyl pills, and a digital pocket scale on his person. They also discovered a loaded semi-automatic handgun on the uh, floor of the vehicle. The sheriff's officer Thomas was brought to the hospital for treatment of the crash injuries and was later booked into the East Parish Baton Rouge Parish Prison, he faces the following charges. Failure to signal an improper turn, reckless operation of a vehicle, seatbelt violation, that's important. Uh, aggravated flight from an officer, aggravated criminal damage to property, illegal carrying of weapons with drugs, possession of Schedule 1, possession of Schedule 2, possession of drug paraphernalia, and failure to stop at stop signs. You'll sign. I know it sounds stupid, but the reason they got that seatbelt violation here is that was their probable cause for the stop. So that's why they went ahead and charged him. Uh, that's why they went ahead and charged him on that one. Uh, but you know, but now he's got a neck injury. Poor baby, right? At least he didn't kill nobody or hurt nobody when he was running. So he's probably out of jail too already, most likely. They're all hot nuts. Next story is, uh, this one's messed up too. What number are we on? Seven. Picture number seven. This lady right here. She is, uh, she's a, a, a very, very, uh, good, good, uh, coach at a high school. Not really. This happened in uh, St. Martinville. A high school volleyball coach was arrested Saturday morning after, our favorite word, after she allegedly punched a councilwoman at a political rally Friday night. According to the news, St. Martinville senior high school volleyball coach, Miss Lucinda Darby. This is her right here. This is Lucinda don't piss Lucinda off. She got into an argument with Parish Councilwoman Tangie Narissi during a political rally for Mayor Melinda Mitchell at Easy Bar and Grill. Deputies said the councilwoman told Darby this is not the place to discuss this before she was punched in the face. Darby was booked on battery charges. Uh, don't say nothing about her school job, but uh, I'm sure it's not looking good for her. She thought she was spiking the ball, just punched somebody in the face. I always said what they were arguing about. That's what I'm interested in. But she got arrested. She's probably out of jail, too. That's like simple battery. It's a misdemeanor. But it don't look good when you were on. Uh, it must not look good when you're the, the uh, teacher and you're out there, you know, fighting people in the streets. Moving on. 
This next one was in, uh, I believe, in Baton Rouge also. It was from the Advocate. Uh, Baton Rouge police identified the victim in a Friday afternoon shooting as Nico Hanny, Hanny, 18 years old. Nico was a homeless man at 18. The shooting happened around 1.15 p.m. in the 11500 block of North Harold Ferry Road. The PD said he died at the scene. Investigation is underway. Uh, you know, if you have any, have any uh, information on it, it's uh, 225-389-4869. You can call. Uh, probably another homeless man shot him or, or something like that. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, it is bad. I mean, poor kid was already homeless, and he gets wasted. I mean, it's messed up. But that's Baton Rouge around here. It's not safe to go anywhere. Next story. Uh, a Louisiana man is arrested for cruelty to juveniles. This man right here. Right there. He looks like he's pissed off, too. Looks like he's mad at the world. That's a nice neck tattoo. Not really. I'm not a big fan of the neck tattoo. I like tattoos just where you can hide them if you have to be. Louisiana man was arrested for cruelty to juveniles after a hospital reported a two-year-old with severe injuries. So he allegedly must have beat the shit out of a two-year-old, which, I mean, that's just horrible. This is out of Sulphur, Louisiana. According to the Calcasieu Parish Sheriff's Office, excuse me, on April 28th at approximately 3 p.m., Calcasieu Parish Sheriff's Office was dispatched to a local hospital in reference to a two-year-old girl who had been uh, who had severe injuries all over her body. Detectives learned during the initial investigation that the two-year-old and a four-year-old were in the care of this man, Juskin D. Silva, 21 years old, of Sulphur, Louisiana. Silva was also found to have physically abused both of the children, according to the investigation. Silva was arrested and booked into the Calcutta Parish Correctional Center and charged with second-degree cruelty to juveniles and cruelty to juveniles. His bond was not yet been set. Good. He's still sitting in jail then. Due to the severity of the injuries, the two-year-old was airlifted to a hospital outside of town, and she is in critical condition. So the two-year-old must be really bad off. What could a child, of both of those that young, two and four years old, do to make a, a grown man that mad that you're going to beat them like that? Piece of shit. Maybe him and the perv can share a cell together and the perv can like pretend like you know while they're in jail like he's taking pictures of his pp and then he can beat him up so he can feel like he's still you know beating his kids there they're just pieces of shit i don't know i mean what's wrong with the world like i said i think the matrix is glitching you got people like this what I mean like I'm assuming they were his own kids I mean, I've been mad at my kids before. Not bad enough to beat them to an inch of their life, though. Just a piece of the shit. I get a sip of this banana whiskey with the peach. It's delicious. Let's go on to another shooting in Baton Rouge. Three people shot. Two of them fatally on Boulevard de Province this past Friday. This past Friday was really busy. Two people are dead and a third is in critical condition after shooting Friday night in the 1700 block of Boulevard de Province. Baton Rouge Police Department said Jalen Carlin, 23 of New North Harold's Ferry Road and Ryan Priest, 38, who was homeless. I guess he was, this was we just read that, uh, Part of it. I didn't realize this was connected. A third male was brought to the hospital in cri- with critical injuries. Uh, the investigation is ongoing. So, yeah, so this was Friday. Of course, that guy died and another person died. I mean, it, it's a, and this is just right here in Baton Rouge. North Harold Ferry used to be a decent area. Not no more. Stay out of Baton Rouge. 
birthday out of New Orleans. The new uh the new state uh tourism motto will be uh come visit Baton Rouge in New Orleans. Our state motto is duck and cover. Duck and cover. <laughs> Uh, ducking cover is our state motto now. Keep from getting your head blowed off. Here, I probably didn't see this one coming. This story here. You see this old man right here? See it? See Papa? Papa right here. Now, what did he do to get arrested? This is out of West Monroe, which is way up north in Louisiana. West Monroe, Louisiana. On Thursday, Washita Parish Sheriff deputies responded to a trespassing complaint at a local store at the 5300 block of Cypress Street. The store manager advised deputies that they asked uh, this man right here, Dale S. Rickner, 84 years old, uh, he allegedly made sexual comments to a female employees. To employees, I mean, hey girl, that nice, nice fat ass. I mean, he's eighty-four years old. The reason this has made the news is Mr. Dale S. Rickner, eighty-four, right here. Is the former retired sheriff of East Carroll Parish. He retired sheriff. Uh, that's why I made the news. Uh, according to the manager, Rickner refused to leave the premises, which forced the manager to call authorities. Deputy advised him of his Miranda rights. And while he was uh, being advised of his rights, Mr. Rickner uh, looked at the deputies in his uh, loud commanding sheriff voice and uh, was just being really rude and one of the deputies attempted to place him in handcuffs he began to pull away now you don't want to slam an 84 year old man on the ground for resisting arrest he's 84 pretty sure his bones are pretty fragile and uh Break a hip. I mean, he's eighty-four. I mean, if you if you're gonna be overpowered by an eighty-four-year-old man, uh, get a new job. So, I'm, I don't believe they did that to him. I'm just saying what you're thinking as a cop doing this. According to deputies, they advised Rickner that he was under arrest, and he allegedly advised deputies. I mean, turn around and advised them uh, that he would catch them out of their uniforms and kick their heads in. So, the eighty-four-year-old former sheriff. Told the deputies he was going to be whipping some ass once he got out. He was arrested and transported to Washington Parish Correctional Center, and he was charged with criminal trespass and two counts of resisting an officer. Uh, didn't say what his bond was. He was probably ROR'd. That's uh, what I'm thinking. But uh, he, uh, he wasn't none too happy. I'd love to know exactly. Uh, exactly what he uh, said to these ladies uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to know the exact quotes I mean were they just like freaked out because the old man was hitting on him or whatever I mean maybe he just got his Viagra refilled or something I don't know I mean I mean it's freedom of speech he probably like I said cause they didn't arrest him for no sexual assault stuff or anything he didn't touch no women he just you know Hey, baby, you got milk or something? I don't know. But he got arrested for trespassing, resisting arrest. That's what he got married, uh, married, arrested for. Uh, hell, I don't know. He might have dementia like our, our uh, sleeper-in-chief over there or something like that. I mean, probably be on the same uh, the same thing. Uh, Ronald says, I should get a co-host to interact with viewers. Well, you know what, Ronald? Why don't you come back tomorrow and interact uh, with with my dick? Because uh, I'll have a co-host tomorrow. I'm just doing uh, my Louisiana crown tonight. So, giving my co-host a break. 
So, how's that? Bring some polish with you. Next story. This, this, this ought to piss y'all off right here. It's not here. See this little girl right here? That's a pretty little girl. Yeah, I know you can see my hands doing that all for you, Roy. Your story ought to make everybody that's in here mad, mad, just mad. She was three years old. And, uh, this was out of New Orleans. A toddler that was killed in the French Quarter home on Tuesday reportedly used a firearm left unattended with the safety off to fire the shot that killed her. Three-year-old Autumn Bartholomew had had access to a gun left on the back of the toilet in the home. Uh, the 9mm pistol was loaded and apparently did not have a safety. Autumn fired one shot into her nostril that killed her, New Orleans police said. Police charged Autumn's brother, 18-year-old Donnell Bartholomew, uh, for negligent homicide. While in custody, police also charged him with second-degree murder related to another death last September. I guess the uh, gun linked up to uh, another person he murdered, and uh, he kept the gun. But uh, unfortunately, she's three years old. Three-year-olds are going to pick stuff up and uh, play with them. She probably had no idea what a gun was. She probably thought it was a toy or a squirt gun or something like that and accidentally blows her own head off, this, this little girl right here. I hope besides him being a murderer, and that's his sister, I hope his, his mental, I mean, I just hope he, he's, he, he's ready to, like, just, I'm not going to say it. There's a short end of a sheet somewhere. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, because, I mean, it, negligent. Totally negligent. Not, this pretty little girl ain't never never, never going to get a chance to do nothing. Nothing. And, well, like I said, he's, he's a dirtbag brother. He's a murderer. Uh, you know, I taught my guns and uh, my I taught my children about guns their entire life growing up. So we didn't have these kind of incidences. But when you're dirtbagging, probably wasn't supposed to have a gun in the first place. Moving on. This lady right here. This is Roy's future wife. Uh, he can go bond her out. She might already be out on. <laughs> Roy's, uh, Roy's frequent flyer of uh, datainmate.com. Even after his free five-day trial period was up. He pays for it now. See your next one right here, Roy. Right here. One day. That's that's new. This is uh out of Lincoln Lincoln Parish, Louisiana. The she was a former coroner. The coroner who was in the office at the time of Ronald Green's death and cleared the way for his cremation was arrested on drug charges in Lincoln Parish last month. Abby Moon is booked on multiple felony counts of obtaining controlled dangerous substance by fraud. Moon faces at least 21 counts. That is uh, that's a lot of counts uh, of, of drugs. Huh? I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, Roy. That, that, that's, a, that's probably going to be a big-ass bond. Documents show Moon was the coroner at the time. So the time some within the state police were trying to hide evidence of the cover-up of ronald green's death uh i don't think i've ever covered that on here it's just it's a big case going on i mean they've had uh i think a state one state trooper committed suicide over it uh they got a whole bunch of people that are under investigation including very high top people in the louisiana state police and stuff like that and i'll give you a little short thing uh man uh ronald green was involved in a, a pursuit uh I think it cra- he crashed out or something like that, and uh, they they're saying that you know the state police claim that he died from the accident, but they have uh, body camera footage that shows that that did not happen. It, it don't appear that it happened anyway, and it's just it, it's just a big cluster right now. So I'll probably eventually talk about it once it's all said and done. But it's just a, it's a big cluster. 
Uh, it said Green died at the house of high-speed chase in the Monroe area. Initially, his family was told that he died from a crash, but no, but body camera video that were leaked out years after his death showed he was brutally beaten. FBI revisited Green's autopsy and made a criminal investigation into the troopers involved and rejected the theory that Green died from injury sustained in a crash. Moon was a no-show at a committee hearing at the state capitol Thursday where lawmakers seek the truth tied to Green's death. During the hearing, top state police brass admitted that Ronald Green's death was torture and murder, and they believe the agencies cover up, covered up Green's death. So, uh, she, I guess she was the coroner and authorized the, the cremation of him, so they couldn't, you know, dig him up and redo an autopsy or nothing like that. So, I guess they looked at her really hard, and she had a whole bunch of drugs. She's now sitting in jail, or was. No, that's, it's here in, uh, all this is Louisiana, Ronald. Louisiana, this Louisiana crime part three. Trey. All right. Last story of the night. Uh, just going to town on it. Do I have a picture? Yeah, I got a picture. Roy, I think she's single too. There you go. There you go. Yes, that is a woman. That's the first thing I asked myself, too. I was like, wait a second. That dude is out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, a woman who was booked last year in a murder case. That's her right there. Uh, that never went to trial is back in jail after she allegedly set a car on fire next to someone's home. Uh, Teresa Scott was booked Wednesday night related to an arson reported after, or on uh, April the 6th. Uh, an arrest warrant said Scott and another unidentified person were seen igniting the fire, which also damaged a nearby home. I think she burned her chest right here. That's just a really ugly, ugly tattoo. <laughs> Moving to Covington, huh? Scott was booked Wednesday on charges of simple arson. Witnesses said Scott tampered with security cameras, though the crime could not be caught on camera. But investigators later obtained pictures showing Scott on the scene. Uh, last reported on Scott last year that she was accused of shooting a woman to death on Plank Road, where Scott was booked for second-degree murder and that killing, and a grand jury opted to not formally charge her, leaving her case in limbo. So, obviously, she's a, a bad girl. Uh, don't understand that whole tattoo thing going on there and stuff like that uh, it's just it's horrible she was in jail I don't know if she bonded out or they just gave her an RR bond and it's alright going out there be good be good though don't break the law don't set stuff on fire you be a good girl and she'll listen she'll listen yeah so I'm not I'm not putting that up on for everybody to see there uh Roy, you're trying to get put in YouTube jail also, I see. Uh, so that's all the stories for now. I still have a lot more of them. I mean, Louisiana's done went plum freaking uh, just crazy, too, around here, like I said. So if I call where you live at a shithole, hey, I'm calling where I live at a shithole also. The whole country's just turning into a shithole. I guess we're going to have to move to the be mountain men up up there, you know. Live in the mountains and drink goat milk and eat worms or something. I don't know, but like I said the whole the whole country's just turning into a big shithole. But so if I t if I call your 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 state of your city wherever you live a shithole, don't take offense to it. Uh, come back tomorrow. We will be doing the midweek news, which is regular. Uh, me and Holster will be here. Uh, the box will not be here. Uh, he has uh, some studying to do and two book reports to write. They told him that if he got this done, that they would finally give him his third grade diploma. And he is excited as hell about that. So y'all hoping, uh, y'all keep your fingers crossed that the box, right? He's, I think he's doing a report on uh, Sesame Street back in the day about Oscar the Grouch and his uncleanliness. Uh, that's what he's doing his report on. So, and uh, 
Freebird will not be here. Uh, he's got some personal stuff he has to take care of, and uh, probably gonna call him and check on him just a little bit. But Freebird's not gonna be here, so it's gonna be like back old school days. Me and Holster is gonna be here. Maybe it depends on if if his, uh, his mouth is healed up from all the shit that has been coming out of it and the smart smart assness. I mean, I don't know. It might be it might be working. So I don't know. It might not be working. There. Might have to use some breath mints to get the taste and the smell out of his mouth. Like I said at the beginning, y'all uh, remember Nick. Uh, keep him in your thoughts and prayers or however you are right here. Not doing real good in uh, in the hospital right now. and uh, He might not make it out. We don't know. Uh, so keep Nick and his family in your thoughts. Other than that. Until tomorrow night, uh, some more good stories. Maybe a little more fun, more fun, funnier, however you want to say it, because I have stuff people to bounce stuff off of. Uh, not sure yet if there's going to be a guest for Sunday's episode, but there may be a guest. Uh, not going to say no name. I did get in touch with somebody today that would be a phenomenal guest that uh, has been on TV with investigations and all kinds of stuff like that. I'm hoping it comes through, but I'm not... Uh, Put no names out just in case it don't. But he, he was uh, said he did, he did want to come on the podcast. So I'm a little excited about that one. Hopefully that works itself out. If not, I do have some uh, very very funny stories to tell. Uh, I've had some very different traffic stops this uh, over this past week, and uh, I just had one uh, yesterday. Yeah, I'm just say we might be talking about that story. We'll just call this lady Miss Mamu. So hopefully. Uh, We'll be telling that story soon anyway. But come back tomorrow. Go like and subscribe. Hit the bell so you know when we go live. And uh, till tomorrow night. Thanks for watching. And remember to smile because Iceman could always be behind you. We're out.